This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 320, Five Writing Worries That Will Lower Your Score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, find out the five ways you will get nervous on the writing test and find out what to do. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's shaking, Jessica? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. You know what's funny, Lindsay? Um, when I talk to students sometimes for like uh-huh. the power hour or the VIP lessons or something, that's yeah. the first thing they say. They're like, hey, what's, what's shaking? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> really? That's so funny. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. I love that. <laughs> but that's, you know, that we, we say this sometimes, guys, and I hope you're listening, that the beginning of the episodes, this, you know, like two to five minute, you know, like back and forth sort of stuff, this conversation, this is where you get that slang. This is where you yeah. get those like native speaker idioms and that stuff that, that really, um, do not come from textbooks. These are the things that impress the examiners. It's it's like that, oh, yeah. right? Like if I hear a student oh, yeah. say like, "What's shaking?" I was like, "Hey, you're cool. Like <laughs> you you can you can say more stuff than a student. That's awesome." And the other thing is, this is where we get the language that connects you with people. Like I'm afraid mm-hmm. that I mean, obviously, what we learn in textbooks, what we learn in classes, will connect us because it'll help us sure. communicate. But there are little ways we can make our language a little bit more interesting and more colorful, more endearing to other people. Right. More endearing. I love that. But that's yeah. but that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, imagine if, you know, listeners, if uh, an American came to your culture. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And nobody spoke English. I know this is like a far off fantasy because right. there are always somebody. There's always somebody that speaks English. But what yeah. if, you know, uh, an American came and was trying to speak just elementary Chinese or elementary Arabic that they'd gotten just from a textbook? Right. Mm-hmm. Is that the way you guys talk to? each other. No. Mm, no. And it's the same in English. I mean, we touch on this in the course for sure, because that's how you get a higher IELTS score is by yeah. having that um, lexical flexibility, right? The slang, mm. the idioms, the natural ways of connecting your ideas. So for sure, that's touched on in the course, but it's these elements of speech that connect oh, yeah. you in real life. Oh, yeah. No, it's huge. It's huge. And nobody connects with a robot. That's kind of the key piece that we've said before. No one wants to connect with you and no one will if you speak like a robot. Yeah. (laughs) And it'll be lonely. (laughs) And if you speak like a robot, those, you know, that's like a 5.5 on the speaking test. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) trying to get away from that. Well, speaking of the of our scores here today, we're actually not talking about speaking, but we're talking about writing, right? Because there are a lot of mistakes that happen when we get nervous. What do you do? 
do when you get nervous, Jessica? Do you start to sweat or do you shake? What oh, happens? Oh, God. When I get nervous, my mind goes blank. When oh, I get yeah. nervous, like all I can think about are my worries. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I can't, yeah. I can't focus outside myself. So oh, uh, when I get nervous, it's all like wrapped up in my head and just, mm. and just like anxiety and tension. And Ugh. yeah. What, what about yeah. you? How do you feel when you're nervous? Yeah. It's very inconvenient, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the walls kind of close in in my head. I feel like there's not yeah. a lot of breathing space and yeah. I tend, I sweat. Um, and my mind definitely goes blank, unfortunately. Yeah. It's usually when you need your mind to be working well. Of course. When that happens. And that's, but I mean, one thing we can do is we can know how we tend to react. That's why in our course, I love that we have the anti-anxiety module, yeah. right? Because in that module, guys, we show you exactly the parts of each part of the test, reading, writing, speaking, listening, where you're likely to get nervous and we show mm -hmm. you what to do, how to combat that. Yeah, it really makes it explicit. I mean, yeah. it's not just like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like most teachers, if you say like, what do I do when I get nervous on on IELTS exam day? They'd be like, just take a deep breath, calm yeah. down or whatever. Like, okay, like, that's Thanks. too general, you guys. Yeah. Um, like I love reading the, the progress checks, the check-ins that students make when they finish each, yeah. each module. When they finish the anti-anxiety module, like they have such clear tools for mm. dealing with the difficult, um, issues that happen on exam day. And so the comments they make, they, I mean, it's great, man. Like they've really thought about mm -hmm. it. They've really learned the exact things to do, to say, to, to feel, to overcome the anxiety. Yeah. So it's like, like on the listening test, I will do A, B, and C. And it's like very specific uh, tools, very that like they're armed with these like weapons to like shoot down the anxiety. Um, Ooh, and even, that. even just making it explicit, just spelling yeah. it all out yeah. gives them this confidence and this extra level of relaxation that other yep. students cannot access on exam day. That's it. That's it. It's huge when you name something, right? You exactly. name it, you anticipate it, whether it's happening currently or whether it's happened, likely to happen in the future. We name it. We say that's going to happen. That's happening right now. All of a sudden, it dissipates. Like the energy in the thing can dissipate, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like popping a balloon. <sighs> Right. It's and true. then we can actually do something about it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Just like directly, like head on meeting that challenge, meeting that anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today we're going to share some of these, um, some yeah. of these, uh, times that like, so many students, this is what happens on the writing test when they get nervous. We've seen mm -hmm. this again and again. We know, we know what happens, guys. We know when and where you mess up because we see it all the time. And so that's why we're naming it for you. So hopefully this won't happen to you. Definitely, definitely. And of course, in our course, we go into a much more step-by-step -step process for helping you work through this, guys. But these yeah. are just a few a few tips today here. So what's the first place, Jessica, that we're likely to get nervous on writing task one or task two? So yeah, um, we had an episode about this recently, guys. So it will be linked to in the blog. So listen to that. But in sum, if you um, read the test, the task two question too quickly, and maybe you misread just one word, okay? Mm. This could throw you off topic. Not, you know, you're not going to write about something totally not related to the topic, but it will mm -hmm. be off topic. You're, you are veering to the left or the right. This could bring down your score to a five. 
right? Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, listen to that episode. It will be linked out in the blog, uh, linked to in the blog. But that is, uh, that is something that I see every week, guys. So oh, we need what a shame. Yeah, but if you know that, if you know that that's possible, you will force yourself to slow down and read carefully. And that's also true for task one, okay? Um, in task one, guys, IELTS, <coughs> excuse me, IELTS loves to put very important information in very small words. So, for example, <laughs> like on the side of the graph, um, they'll have like the numbers or percentages or whatever, right? And then next to that, in very small words, vertically, it'll say numbers in metric tons or numbers in millions, numbers in pounds, something like that. If hmm. you don't read that, you're not going to be using the numbers correctly. You're going to be oh, mislabeling yeah. every number you put in your essay. So oh, that's another time when people are nervous and they just skip a couple steps, right? They don't read everything. And then their score is lower because they're writing about the wrong things. Oh, God. And that's that's obviously an area where we can avoid wasting the money of having to take the test again, right? What a shame. Yeah. When we talked about how uh, we always talk about how expensive this exam is, $200 or more. Every time you mm -hmm. take this, guys, you're throwing money down the toilet when you don't pay attention, close attention to the test question. Okay. Exactly. That's why, I mean, stuff like information like this is so important. You have to control what you can, right? Mm. So you have to be forewarned of the possible dangers, just like you mm -hmm. have to be forewarned of exactly what the examiner is looking for. It's this explicitness that gives you the confidence, that, that mm. gives you this level of preparation that other students don't have that end up taking Taking the test six to ten times yes. because they're not prepared, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's the first thing. The first area we're likely to get nervous and what not to do, guys, is you're misreading the test question. Why was Ana Luisa Alves able to move her scores in speaking from an A to a 9, in writing from a 6 to a 7.5, and in reading from an 8 to an 8.5? It's because she took the three keys of the success system. She knew exactly what to expect, and she was able to relax on test day because she was prepared with strategies that actually work. If you want to do the same, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And the second one, Jessica, what would be the next thing that we tend to do wrong? Yeah. So, well, that was, that was actually one and two. So one, one is two. like misreading okay. the task two question. Number mm -hmm. two is not reading at all ah, the okay. small words in task one. And then number three, and this is a feature of, of not only writing, but speaking as well. When we're nervous, we repeat ourselves. We oh, yeah. repeat words. And it's not just like repeating specific words. It's also repeating ideas. And I see that a lot mm. in student writing. Um, maybe they're like so nervous they simply can't think of more ideas. Or, mm. right, they're like, oh, I'm not sure I said that right. Or this is important. I have to make sure I say it again. Or like, I can't think of anything else. Ah! And so oh. they just end up repeating themselves. Or like taking words from the, the test question and repeating those words because you don't have confidence okay. in yourself to paraphrase or you simply forget to paraphrase. So guys, mm -hmm. if you repeat yourselves too many times, exactly it could bring your vocab score down to a five because it looks like you don't have enough vocabulary to express yeah. yourself. 
Yeah. And I love how in our course, we have a very, you know, your system, Jessica, that you've come up with when it comes to writing does build that in. It allows Mm -hmm. you to go back and check the vocabulary words, cross it out, find something new to increase that vocabulary score. Isn't that right? Yes, you are. You are trained to um, not do this on test day. So this third step of the writing process, the proofreading, um, I tell you exactly what to look for when you're proofreading, because other teachers are just like, just proofread, proofread for five (laughs) minutes and correct yourself. Okay. But there's like a thousand things to think about when you're proofreading. So Mm -hmm. I give you three things to look for. And we practice that by itself. You practice proofreading by itself. So, you know, every skill is separated, practiced by itself, and then brought together as a whole when you do, you know, like the test practice. So, yeah, exactly. That is one of the things you have to proofread for is repetition. Love that. Okay. So we want to watch out for that. Expect that to happen, guys. If you're feeling nervous, that's one thing that's likely to happen. And the third thing, Jessica, was to fall back on myths, right? So, yeah. So that's number four. (laughs) Oh, four. Sorry. (laughs) I'm all screwed up with my numbering here. (laughs) The next thing. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, Yeah. So the the next item is... The next item. Yeah. Falling back on myths. So if you... I mean... Most likely, guys, you've been studying writing longer than you've been studying IELTS, right? Mm -hmm. And so these um, elementary lessons, these fundamentals that maybe you learned in a university course or an academic writing course or even in a general ESL class – this isn't always true for IELTS. No. IELTS is unique. So, for example, maybe an academic writing teacher told you to never use I in your writing. That's true in academic mm-hmm. writing. It's not true for IELTS. So, right. I think also when we're nervous, that's when we lose confidence. That's when oh, yeah. we stop trusting ideas that maybe are newer than older ideas, mm-hmm. right? So, maybe mm-hmm. you're falling back on these things that you learned five years ago because what you studied last month is too new and you're like, I just, I don't know. And so (laughs) then you start like using these rules that are just going to actually decrease your score in very real ways. Yeah, no, absolutely. And one of the ways we can stay away from this is, again, by taking advice. We don't want to be taking advice from people who group TOEFL and IELTS together. This week, I saw a teacher, a random teacher on Facebook announcing a video or a product that gave you speaking tips on both TOEFL and IELTS. But how does that make Uh, any sense? That's that's a red flag, right? It's a red Mm -hmm. flag because, you know, immediately if someone's grouping TOEFL and IELTS together and assuming that the same tips are going to come from both tests, you know that they don't know either test. Exactly. Okay? It's it's literally impossible to have yeah. the in-depth knowledge of both tests and furthermore being able to combine those into like similar the same tips. Like that doesn't they're different <laughs> tests you guys, completely yep. different tests. I think yeah. some of the strategies for listening and reading might cross over, but even mm-hmm. then it's only like in the first part. Okay. Yep. There, are, there are so many differences between TOEFL and IELTS. I mean, one of our friends, Jamie, she, she runs right. the um, English mm-hmm. Success Academy. She does TOEFL. You know, she has spent years and years and years developing that knowledge and she would yep. never say that she can also teach IELTS. That's why no. she sends students to us if they right. want IELTS and not TOEFL. Same with same mm-hmm. with us. I've exactly. been doing IELTS for 
12 years now and right. I would never try and teach TOEFL. I exactly. send them to Jamie. Exactly. I mean, exactly. we're honest. <laughs> right. Whereas we get these general English teachers who really what they're doing is they're taking their academic background, yeah. which is neither TOEFL nor IELTS, right. and they're grouping it together and they're saying, hey guys, these tips work for IELTS and TOEFL. That is a big red flag, guys. And it makes me mad because that means we're going to have to, those students aren't going to go do well and then they're going to mm-hmm. come to us and we're going to have to undo everything exactly. they've learned. <laughs> and so yeah. From the beginning. Big and that undoing is difficult because again, it's like that, like what do I trust? Like right. what information is true? Like I learned this and now you're telling yeah. me it's wrong. And I mean that's a <sighs> tough process. Um okay, so that's number four. Um falling back on the incorrect strategies. And number five is, and I mean, this is true for reading as well, right? Not Mm -hmm. controlling the time. And Mm. time is so important. So in our course, we have the three steps you take for writing. And I tell you exactly how much time to spend on those three steps. So I think when students get nervous, they're like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm not going to have time. And so maybe they skip the brainstorming stage and they Mm. delve right, they dive right into, you know, just writing the introduction. Oh, yeah. Um, And if you don't brainstorm, if you don't plan, your essay is going to be disorganized extremely. And it might go off topic as well because you simply didn't take the time to think about it. And then on the other end, if you don't leave time for checking your work, your vocab and grammar scores will not be the highest that they can be. So Mm -hmm. you need to follow the strategies, the system, and you need to practice timing for a couple weeks before exam day. Right. You need to know what that, what that specific amount of time feels like. Right. Yeah. What does two minutes feel like? What does five minutes feel like? What does it feel like inside exactly. your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So it's not easy, guys. I mean, we make it as easy as we can. We give you all the information you need to do well, all the information you need to feel confident to, to not be in danger of these nerves and this anxiety, but it is your responsibility to, to take over that information, to internalize that information and trust it and practice it and be able to use it confidently on exam day. There you go. And that is what we give you guys in our course. We'll give you the three-step system. We'll show you how to do it. You'll get plenty of practice with it on all different types of essays so that you will feel truly prepared. That's the only way to walk into the test and be be unwavered, right? Not be Mm -hmm. able, not be falling to the ground, not be kind of caving into this pressure and this anxiety so you can walk out of there with your seven or higher guys and move on. (laughs) I mean, if you if you listen to some of our recent episodes with students, um, the people that do well, the people that get the sevens, the eights, the nines, um, they're trusting our strategies. They can't speak highly enough about what they learned in the course and how it helped them. But that's just half of it, you guys. The other half is their determination, their motivation, their the how much time they spend in yeah. the course developing their overall English. I mean, it's like it's incredible. If you just listen to just one of those episodes, you will be inspired to also put in the same level of effort. 
Yeah, love that. And you can get all of those episodes, guys, at our blog at IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and just go through the archives. They're all in there. I think mm-hmm. we have at least, what, 20, 25 of them now at this point. Probably, oh, probably. Jessica. Yeah. No, yeah. there have been tons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you're ready to get into the course, guys, go straight to AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. On that page, you can read the testimonials and you can see the scores that people mm-hmm. have gotten after going through our system. Guys, don't waste your time with other courses or just looking around online for free materials, just get straight into the system. Exactly. Cool. It's all there. Everything you need is there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Including the anti-anxiety. And yes. guys, you got just a taste today. And th- these are real things that are helping you, right? Yeah. So you can you can see we know what we're talking about. <laughs> right, because we're not trying to talk about TOEFL at the same time. I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Very cool. Jessica, this has been good, and we'll see you back here next week. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.